Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hi guys, how are you doing? I hope everybody is doing well. And if you're not, I just speak healing and wholeness and peace over you right now in Jesus name. You are in a safe place and we are going to talk about the word of God today, which brings life and healing and wholeness. So today I want to talk about how God doesn't just love you. He really likes you. And my friend Rick, when he was ministering at the Hope Center, he said that multiple times, you know, God really likes you. And I love that. I love that because we talk about, you know, loving people in Christ and we throw that word love out there and it's a wonderful word and love is is everything. But sometimes when we know someone doesn't just love us, that they really, really like us and they're proud to be with us and they celebrate us, they don't just tolerate us, it changes everything. And God really, really likes you. I want to share that with you today. No matter what, you can't change his love for you. His love for you will never change. It's not based on behavior thank you, Jesus. Jesus took care of all of that at the cross. He took our sins upon himself and removed them as far as the east is from the west. And he gave us the gift of righteousness by faith in him. We just say thank you and we receive it. And so, you know, I loved, that is my favorite topic for those of you who have been following me, um, that I love talking about God's love. That is very healing for me. It's just, it's, it's everything for me. And so um, I, I talk about it in different ways, but it's just, we need to hear that every day, especially those of us who have gone through trauma and rejection and just, you know, still kind of struggle with that fear of rejection and that we need to hear over and over that we are loved. But I'm here to tell you today, God doesn't just love you. He really, really likes you. He treasures you. He cherishes you. He chose you. And that is good news. He's proud that you are his son or his daughter. He's, you know, if you were out in public and he is in you, so you are out in public, but you know what I'm saying? I want to give you a visual because, um, he, he, he's proud to show you off. He's so happy that you belong to him. And, you know, I have some friends like that actually. And, um, I've always desired that. And we had some texts with some friends a couple weeks ago. And one of them said, I'm proud to be your friend. And that just really, really blessed me so much. When you know someone just likes you no matter what, loves you no matter what, but celebrates you and is proud to call you friend, that is a good and solid and safe relationship. 
And I'm here to tell you, the father is proud and pleased to call you his beloved, his child. He, he is your safest place, your safest relationship. And that is good news. But I want to get into um, some scriptures. Um, and the first one I'm going to get into is First uh, Corinthians 13, where it talks about love. But, you know, the God of the universe, the most powerful being ever, loves you personally. Try to wrap your head around that. He loves you personally. There are many people on the earth and have come before us and will come after us. But God loves you personally. He cares about your life and he wants to be a part of it. So, you know, even if you've spent your life running away from God, not understanding who he, he is, he still loves you and wants a relationship with you. That is his greatest desire with his kids. His love is unconditional and eternal, far beyond what people are capable of giving us. His love is pure. His love is perfect. Um, and so I want to start off with uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 that says, Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up. That is good news never loses faith, is always hopeful, and endures through every circumstance. Is there a person in your life that you're not giving up on? You know, maybe they rejected you or you rejected them or it's one of your kids that is afar off, um, but you are not giving up on that restoration. Well, God does not give up on us either. Never, never, never. He never gives up on us. He never gives up on his loved ones. So I want you to think of that feeling you have related to that and think about your heavenly father. He never gives up on you or your loved ones. Um, and he... He is the only one, God is the only one who will love you perfectly. Why don't you just say that with me right now? God is the only one who will love me perfectly. It's imperative that we remember that, especially, you know, in this world when things happen and you know, um, life happens, miscommunications happen, misunderstandings happen, rejection happens, lots of things happen. Uh, we have to, and people let us down, we let people down. We need to remember that God is the only one who will love us perfectly. And when we understand that, we are able to release people in our lives that have hurt us. 
It doesn't mean um, that trust is necessarily uh, happens right away because when trust is broken, that takes time to repair. But it helps us to see, you know, people and their weaknesses and their flaws and be able to forgive them, knowing that we are the same way. We are not perfect. So when we're able to understand that God is consistent and he's the only one who will love us perfectly, it helps us in all of our relationships and helps us to not have uh, unrealistic expectations of their love. You know, so there some people, you know, they're only capable of giving us the love that they've received. And so we need to understand God is the only one who will love us perfectly. In fact, God is the only one who will love our kids perfectly. Uh, you know, maybe you're, uh, you know, you got some situations with your kids and, um, you know, you're worried about them. You know, you, you, I mean, I have a situation right now, you know, and so, but I have to remember God loves my kids perfectly more than anyone ever could, more than I could. So I just felt like that was for someone today to remember because I believe that it's going to give you peace right now. And that's flowing through your body in Jesus name. But when we fully experience God's love, we don't fear, or I should say, fear dissipates. Um, I'm not perfect and never experiencing fear. I really don't know of anyone that is. But anyway, but the more we know his love for us, the more um, fear can't have a grip or a stronghold or take us down. And so I want to read 1 John 4, 18, such love has no fear because perfect love expels all fear. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced his per perfect love. When you understand that God loves you no matter what, you no longer need to be afraid of failing or causing him to love you less. If you could only understand the depth of God's love for you, you would have nothing to fear. I would have nothing to fear. You know, God already knows everything that we would ever do, and he still chose to love you. He still chose to send Jesus to the cross to save us, to set us free, and to give us new life. I mean, he loved us so much, he didn't want to be away from us, that by faith in him, he came to live in us, and we can't be separated from him. We're never alone. That's how much he wanted to be with us. And that is good news. You know, you are secure in your relationship with God. Nothing can separate you from God's love. And I want to remind you of that. And, um, and I just even want to say nothing can separate you from God not liking you. God really, really likes you and nothing can take away from that. Romans 8, 35 and 37 through 39. And just soak in these scriptures. It's important to hear the word of God. Um, the word hearing, uh, faith comes by hearing 
and it comes by love. And so your spirits are soaking this word up right now, whether you know it or not. And so is mine. Thank you, Jesus. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? No. Despite all these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So God is more pow powerful than anything in heaven and earth. And when you accept the invitation to become saved, to make Jesus Lord of your life, to say yes to the finished work of Jesus Christ, you begin a relationship with him and you are secure in his love forever. There is nothing powerful enough to separate us from God's love. Even when things are difficult or you feel far from God, it's not because God stops loving you. The truth is that God will never stop loving you no matter what. And His, you are filled with perfect love at this very moment if you're born again. Christ lives in you and He is perfect love. So you can't not be loved because love lives in you and that is good news. But as I was reading this, I was hearing something. I was hearing that I saw a woman who was, I don't know when this is, it could be two years from now for all I know, but I'm just going to step out and say it, that you were just crying over, you're very depressed right now and feel like you're at the end of your rope and you started listening to this and and listening to different things and I just see you crying right now um, and I think it's over a rejection and I just see the father place his hand on your heart and tell you it's going to be more than okay he loves you right now he's healing your heart I command that depression to go in the name of Jesus Right now, I, I, Father, I thank you. He says the Holy Spirit is comforting you right now and holding you, and he's not going to let go, and, and you're going to feel a difference. So I speak healing to that broken heart right now in Jesus' name, healing of depression. I command the brain chemicals to be normal in the name of Jesus. I command anxiety and confusion and fear to go right now. In Jesus name you are free you are free you are free you are healed you are healed you are healed the grieving that you've done and there's nothing wrong with that but the father says it's time to let that go and to live your life because the best is yet to come for you so I don't know who that's for but that's what I felt led to say um, and then 
I wanted to go into this verse, Psalm 5, 11 through 12. God's love is a shield surrounding you and keeping you safe. But let all who take refuge in you rejoice. Let them sing joyful praises forever. Spread your protection over them that all you who love your name may be filled with joy. For you bless the godly, O Lord. You surround them with your shield of love. And God's love, it's not just a, you know, warm and fuzzy feeling, you know, which sometimes that's what we think love is. And I mean, it can be, um, but his love is powerful. It's the most powerful force in the universe. His, it's protecting us. It's comforting us. It's, it's keeping us safe. So God's love, being in God's love is a position of not just joy, but also safety. So when you run to God for protection, he surrounds you with his shield of love, you know, experience the security you have because God's love surrounds you. Let his love flood your mind with a sense of peace and comfort because that's where it comes from. And then uh, I wanted to, uh, yeah, I'm going to read this. I'm going to do this too. And then I'm going to end with, I think I'm going to end with Psalm 136, but Psalm 36, five through seven says, your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice, like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. I love that. I love that because you should see my house right now. I have quite a few rescue fish and it's just a lot of fun. Um, and I got my three rescue dogs and my husband and I are looking for a lot of land in Wisconsin and who knows how many animals we're going to have there. Help me, Jesus. But God loves the animals too. And I believe they're all going to be in heaven. How precious is your unfailing love, O God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You know, think about that. Have you, you've seen bird nests, you know, with the with the mama bird with the wings covering the babies like that. Picture your heavenly father. Not only he lives in us now. That was Old Testament. But I still love the visuals of him protecting us because that's what he does. He is a protector. Do you have people in your life who are protective over you? I do. <laughs> My spiritual mom is one of them. And I have some friends that have told me multiple times that they are that way. And that's God's heart of love for us, you know, because, um, you know, anyway, I'm not going to get into that. I decided I'm not going to do it. But anyway, the last thing I'm going to say is God calls you his child, which I talk about all the time. He's proud and pleased to call you his child. And he really likes you being his child. And he really likes you, child of God. <laughs> First John 3, 1, see how very much our father loves us. For he calls us his children, and that is what we are. 
but the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. And that's why we want to just really manifest the love of God, the life of Christ. You know, part of the life of Christ is, you know, healing the sick and raising the dead. You know, that is done in love. But we want to manifest being a child of God to the world so that they see, I want that. I want to become a part of the family. And that's what happens. Oh, this is the last thing I wanted to read. God, I love this. Ephesians 1.5 says, God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. That is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. God chose to adopt you because he loves you. And I love this. You can have a child by accident, but you cannot adopt a child by accident. Now, I was considered an accident. You know, my mom got pregnant with me. They weren't looking for kids. I think it was on their second date, and that's a whole other story. But God adopted me. So when you adopt a child, you choose to love, cherish, and care for that child for life. Now, Yes, those of us that have had kids. And and by the way, even if you didn't plan to have a child, it doesn't mean that you don't love the child. But I love this visual um, because my mom loved me. Okay, so it's not that. I just love this visual. When God adopts you, it's not an accident. He chose to love, cherish, and care for you forever. He does it because he loves you and he wants eternal relationship with you. God loves his children as a proud father. And so you are God's child and he delights in you. He chose you. The God of the entire universe chose you to be his child and personally loves having a relationship with you. Is that good news or what? Why don't you just say that? God chose to adopt me as his child. He chose me. He loves me. And that is good news. And so, you know, I want to end with a few verses of this, but just a thought here. And I read that this morning in an email from a teacher that I get, but... You know, David committed adultery and he was a murderer, but he knew that he was loved by God no matter what. And he wrote Psalm 136, and I can't remember where I put it. Um, I can't remember how many times, it's like 30 some times in this Psalm, he ends the uh, sentence with, And I have the Passion Translation here, but others say his love never fails. God's love never fails. So verse 1 says, Let everyone thank God for he is good and he is easy to please. His tender love for us continues on forever or his love never fails. Give thanks to God, our King over all gods. His tender love for us continues on forever or his love never ends. Give thanks to the only miracle working God. His love never fails. His tender love for us continues on forever. And the list goes on. Um, 
let me see. I might read one more. Uh, yeah, I'm done. There's a lot of good stuff in there, but I feel like I am done. So as you go about your day today, I just encourage you and even say out loud to yourself, you know, God really likes me. And if you have negative thoughts or you blow it, whatever it is, I encourage you to remind yourself, I am secure in him. I am loved no matter what. And God doesn't just love me. He really likes me. And there's nothing I can do about it. And there's nothing I can do to make him like me even more because he already really likes me as much as he's going to like me and love me. And that's good news. Say it with me. God really likes me. He treasures me. He chose me. He adopted me. He loves me. He gave me the gift of righteousness. I am forgiven. I mean, those are the truths that will break off depression, that will break off anxiety, that will break off addictions. And the list goes on. And I know that because I have been set free from bipolar disorder, PTSD, anxiety disorder, panic attacks, alcoholism, self-injury, psych wards, suicide attempts, suicidal thinking. And that's all because of Jesus. And the more that I meditate on his love for me, I think it's 15 or 16 years. It's uh, 2006, 15 years, I believe this year of growing in freedom and off of all meds when they told me I would be on meds for the rest of my life and it would be incurable, I'm here to tell you it's not incurable. Jesus is the cure. Jesus is the answer. And when you grow up with a lot of trauma and not feeling loved and not feeling safe, most likely by people who didn't deal with their trauma, um, receiving his love and knowing that you were chosen and that he's proud to call you his beloved daughter or son. It brings healing and wholeness to every area of our lives. And it has to mine and it continues to bring healing and wholeness to every area of my life. And I'm just, I'm just so happy about that. You know, I'll just even bring this up. I don't know why I'm even bringing it up, but like the Hope Center thing. Part of the reason, for those of you that don't know, I have a ministry center in Bolingbrook and long story on that, I had it for three and a half years or something like that. And I felt like I was, I needed to sell it uh, a couple months ago. And the thing is, I knew that God loved me no matter what, whether I sold the Hope Center or whether I kept it. And he made that clear to me over and over again. But as it was up for the market and people were starting to, um, you know, they were very interested. We were very close to selling it. And also I have wonderful people helping me and volunteering that came to me and wanted me to delegate a long time ago. And I had a hard time doing it and just some things. I realized that's not, that's not what I want to do. I want to keep it. And I just felt so much peace and I felt God's love in that decision. And God didn't say, you know, 
he just showed me his love for me and that's what helped me to change my mind. It wasn't, oh my goodness, I'm disappointing God. You know, I, I got to keep this because, you know, God's going to be mad at me or, you know, I'm not walking in his will or I messed up God's plan for my life. It's not that because I know that I'm not that powerful, but God transformed my heart as well. So the point is God loves us no matter what. He really likes us. He's not waiting on us to make perfect decisions for our lives. And then, you know, he'll love us or we'll have favor or whatever. We'll be healed. We already have it because we're in Christ. And it's because of what Jesus did, not us. And so that is good news. So I just speak a blessing over you guys right now in Jesus' name in every area of your lives. I speak healing over you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Every cell in your body healed and whole right now in Jesus' name. I curse cancer right now to the root. Command it to go in the name of Jesus. I break off anxiety right now over people right now. Fear, go in Jesus' name. Fear. I see somebody, I don't know why, a left foot on the bottom of the foot, something related to that, that you need healing. You just receive that healing right now in Jesus' name. I don't know why, but I also see a right hand pinky. If that's you and you sprained it or something's up with your pinky, I don't know what it is. I speak healing right now in Jesus' name. And here's the deal. God cares about pinkies. He cares about every, ever, everything. So if that's you, I just speak healing over you in Jesus' name. I speak healing to eczema, psoriasis, all skin issues right now in Jesus' name. I command the immune system to stop attacking the skin cells right now in Jesus' name. And I command healthy, skin cells to grow right now in Jesus name. I command the skin to line up to the finished work of Christ and everyone who needs it right now in Jesus name. If that's you, you say, that's me. I see kidney. God is healing kidneys right now in Jesus name. If that's you, I speak healing and wholeness to your kidney and ureter and every part that needs healing in Jesus name, gallbladder right now in Jesus name, gallbladder attack, whatever it is. I speak healing and wholeness to you right now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you that I thought I was done, but you weren't. And so I just believe some people received their healing because God wanted to do that. He wanted to do that for you right now because he loves and cherishes you and he really likes you. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by his stripes... We are healed. God bless you.